If I may, uh, today I wanted to talk a little bit about Disneyland Paris. Um, I love Disneyland Paris. I'm pretty sure most of you listening will, will love Disneyland Paris too. If you don't, well, um, you know, just 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 the feeling of when you go there, the storytelling, the rides, the characters, it's, it's special. It is special and it's uh, something you don't really get anywhere else. Um, but I've always wondered, uh, obviously I only get to go once or twice a year, what would it actually be like if you lived close to the park, if you could go quite a lot? You know, if, if, if I knew someone who had been in that position... I suppose I'd probably ask him a few questions. Those of us uh, from pretty much outside my house to the park gates, so... Oh, looks like uh, we have a volunteer. During 2012-13, I think it was, yeah, I was in a town called Mo. Yes, that's the same Mo of the famous Breeder Mo, if you're a cheese kind of guy, but that, for context, that is literally 10 minutes away from Disneyland Paris, so I've stayed there before when going off-site. Yeah, it's, it's where um, Euro Disney's actually registered as a company. You may recognise these dulcet tones, but are those of Jeff, probably better known as at DLP Down Square on Twitter. And, as we've seen, he was in a rather unique position of living quite close to Disneyland. So I thought I'd have a chat with him. I'm Isaac Pevy, and this is the Hyperion Gazette. So to recap after that brief, but if I do say so, beautiful musical interlude, Jeff basically moved over to Paris, or Mo, uh, to be a teacher uh, of English over there. Uh, and then I moved back into the UK, stayed for a year, and then went back to do some studies, and this time I lived in Paris. So that's two spells of living far closer to Disney and Paris than the majority of us have ever had the pleasure and privilege of, uh, you know, living ourselves. But you can probably imagine what, you know, one of the first things you'd do is... Yeah, I uh, I got there and within about three days I bought one online. So, you've got an annual pass, you live a ten minute journey from Disneyland, it's easy to get to. Just jump on a bus. How often do you go? Every weekend? Uh, a lot. <laughs> Way more than once a weekend. <laughs> oh. So I'd probably go quite often on a Sunday it's never too busy on a Sunday because people start heading home um, for you know from their weekend away or whatever Uh, and occasionally I'd go sort of in a weekday I had I think Wednesdays off so I'd go on a Wednesday not every week but most weeks Um, and Sunday I'd sort of do that and then I'd go down to a pub quiz in the centre of Paris so I'd use the RER so So we're quite clearly just sort of scratching the surface here of what it's like to uh, be so close to Disneyland and have it as part of your routine. Eventually you kind of get into a drill where you go, do you know what, I really want to watch uh, Dreams, I really want to go on Star Tours, and you go, well, I'll just go do it. (laughs) It is absolutely crazy, isn't it? I think we'd we'd all love to be in this position, but do you think it would sort of change how long the time you spent there was? Uh, depends. Sometimes I made a, quite an effort to stay there for a whole day. Sorry to interrupt, Jeff, but can we just appreciate how crazy it is 
that having to stay there a whole day is an effort. That's just, uh, maybe it's just me. Sorry, please carry on. But most of the time I'd probably pop in about four, four, five, six hours sometimes. Depends what's going on. If it's a nice day, I might spend a bit longer there. If it's a bit colder or, you know, whatever. And this was at the point before I even started doing any fan blogging or whatever. But I had my mind sort of set that that's something I was going to do. So I'd find something interesting, like, I don't know, uh, something was happening that's kind of unusual. And I'd, I'd make the effort to go see that. And I think uh, we can all understand why you do that. I think as as someone who goes to Disneyland Paris fairly often myself, um, you know, you try and do the things that you can't do all the time. But then at the same time, that's, there's not always stuff going on. So there's going to be, you know, attractions that you gravitate to more than others. Um, so, you know, what what did Jeff do? I gravitated towards Big Thunder Mountain quite a lot, even though it's it's not my favorite ride. My favorite is Pirates of the Caribbean. But towards the end of the night, uh, Big Thunder Mountain usually has a queue of about... Well, it just doesn't, actually. It doesn't have a queue. Um, if you if you get there about five minutes before Dreams, you can just walk straight on it, which is great. Um, and you get this sort of weird thing, and it became one of my favorite things to do, actually, where... Dreams starts while you're on the ride and you're on Big Thunder Mountain going round and you can see the projections and the fireworks going. I remember doing something exactly like this at one of my trips a few years ago. It was only the um, the second time I'd been when Dreams was on, and um, yeah, it was it was mm, <laughs> it was an accident basically. I, I didn't mean to do it, and I was actually at first a bit gutted I'd missed the start of Dreams, but. You know, after you've seen that view, it is quite spectacular. And um, if you haven't done it, you should seriously go do that before uh, before dreams goes away. So so far, we've spoken an awful lot about um, Disneyland Park, sort of the main park that we all know and love, and is recognised around the world as maybe the most beautiful Disney park there is. Um, but something that gets quite a lot of controversial opinions and a lot of negativity, really, is uh, the Walt Disney Studios Park. Now, if you're going there that, that regularly, would you spend much time in the Studios Park? Yeah, I visited the Studios quite a lot, actually. Uh, you sort of... I got off the bus and maybe I'd make a decision and I'd go, do you know what, today I'm going to go there or there. And there'd be days where I would go, all right, so I've got two hours. I'm going to spend those two hours in the Studios today. So I guess the answer to that is yes. You get to try things, you know, maybe you, you hear a lot of people say that the restaurant they star is, is not very good. And so, you know, you're there all the time. So you just go, Do you know what, I'm, I'm not losing anything by giving it a go. And it's one of the nicest I've actually had. And I thought it was a really nice restaurant. Uh, so I did a lot of that where, you know, people go, I don't like this. And you go, I've got nothing to lose by trying it. And I think this is probably something that all of us who go to Disneyland Paris should keep in mind, just because we've heard someone say that something is rubbish, we shouldn't keep that and not try the stuff, you know, because everyone's different. Um, we're all going to enjoy different stuff. And I think that probably takes us quite nicely into, into the next part of my conversation with Jeff, and that was about the village. And... Um, I always wondered, do people go to the village when they're not necessarily going to Disney Disneyland? Is it is it a place where people go? Uh, depends what for. So I think for films, yeah, they'll they'll go there. Um, 
And it's also a big transport hub. It's, it's one of the easier ways to get into Paris as well. So a lot of commuters use it on a night. Um, but for food and drink and things like that, not at all. <laughs> you, you, walk, you walk around your average town in France and you know, you've got so many options and all of them are pretty delicious. So why would you go and spend double the price for something that's, you know, it, it's nice, but it's not as nice. So the thing I'd be worried about when it came to living that close and being able to go that often, whilst it would be fantastic, I'd worry that it'd maybe lose some of that magic and that feeling you get. I'm pretty sure everyone listening who's been to a Disney park will know what I mean by this. When you sort of, you first walk on site, if you will, on the complex, and and you walk out and you get that glimpse of the Disneyland Hotel, the big pink hotel, and you've got... The thing that always sticks in my mind is the Mickey Mouse clock, and then you've got the Mickey Mouse, the Mickey Mouse sort of garden, if you like. Does that feeling of oh, I'm home, does that does that go away? To some extent, yes, but not to a full extent as well. So, you know, you kind of go, I'm back here again, but you know, it's still it's still special, and you walk through the gates, and it's still, you know, it's still Disneyland. It's still sort of this feeling that comes over you. I mean, maybe it loses a tiny bit, but it depends. I mean, it, I still get it now, so I guess not really. I guess not. And with that in mind, um, I guess the question is to Jeff, would he like... I asked him, would he live back that close again? Because he's, he doesn't live there at the moment. So would he go back to living that close to Disneyland? Uh, I'd live that close again in a heartbeat, really. Um, for many reasons, and they're not just Disney, actually. Um, I mean, Disney's a great place to go visit, and you can just go and enjoy whatever you want, whenever you want. That's that's amazing. But you also have Paris pretty close, and there is so much to do there. Um, and there's a lot of Disney things to do there as well. The Disney in France are pretty active, and they do quite a lot of stuff. So there we have it, folks. If um, you love Disney, there is no harm in living that close to a Disney park. You can't have too much of a good thing when it comes to Disney. By the looks of it, I'm sure many of us could guess that. But that's how it is. So many thanks to uh, Jeff for coming uh, on the show. Um, you can find him at DLP Town Square on Twitter. Um, if you're not following him, but for some reason you listen to the podcast, that would be a bit weird. But go follow him. He's a great follow. One of the best when it comes to Disneyland Paris. So that's it for this episode. Um, let me know what you think. Uh, leave a review on iTunes if you like. Uh, and if you've got any show ideas, anything you want me to discuss, uh, you know, hit me up. On Twitter, I'm uh, at Hyperion Gazette, and uh, you can get me at HyperionGazette at gmail.com. So until the next time, bye-bye now. <laughs>